Yeah. yeah uh, I don't know. I was expecting something kind of different from the title when I saw uh. it, and then. And then I was like, okay, we're just going to talk about babies and guns in this episode for like the first three minutes. <laughs> Suzanne and the NRA. I- Welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I am Aaron. <laughs> Sorry, I always I gotta trying. change it up. <laughs> I always gotta switch it up. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Aaron's trying to win. Oh, no. No, no, I, I was trying not to laugh during the intro because Sunny oh. sat real pretty in the floor until I started talking and then she jumped up and tried to get in my lap and there's like no room. Sneaky, sneaky She's bug. just sitting here staring at me like, all right, when are you going to move this? When you, when you got, wait, when are you going to move this computer out oh, of the, the way? Computer. It's in my spot. <laughs> just my spot. Was the computer on your lap the whole time? Mm-hmm. Hmm. She was sitting little prairie dog style, like contemplating <gasps> whether she wanted to jump up. That's so cute. Yeah. I like it. Little how you doing? But I'm doing fine. Actually, it's been a pretty good day so far. How how are you doing? Pretty good, thanks. It's also been a good day so far. Oh, that's good. We got some kind of chill Sundays. That's chill Sundays. We need that going into the week. You know. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Would you like the week is coming? (laughs) The week is coming. Brace yourselves. I mean, the week is coming. How does your week look? Mm. Anything particular going on? Um, we have a vet appointment tomorrow. Oh, and that's something. Then... Is it in the afternoon or in the morning? It's in the afternoon. All I like right. to just like yeah. go work half a day yeah. and leave and exactly. then deal that's with that stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not have to go back to work. <laughs> no, exactly. And working both jobs a couple of, no, just one day. Okay. Yeah. So not bad. How about you? I don't think I have really much of, much of anything going on. I say that now. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Ooh." laughs> I mean, I'll probably have like a day on call and no nights yeah. until the 27th. And Yay! I know I'm pretty psyched about that. And, um, uh, I have to write something about ethics. <laughs> ethics. <laughs> I have to look up like what that's about. I don't understand I don't this know. foreign concept. Like of no ethics. one has that anymore. Uh, yeah. It's, it's so, it's actually, I'm really glad that we have an ethics committee at my hospital because mm-hmm. they it, it they are very smart. They have like doctorates in ethics, like particularly Ooh. like bioethics and stuff. Not it's everyone. Fancy. There are some people on the right. there's some members that have like doctorates in it, and then there are some people who have masters, and then they have actually uh, people from every kind of walk of life at the hospital, and then they also have mm-hmm. like community members. Oh, um, that's a good mix. Yeah, exactly. And what happens is they just, it kind of, it, it's when medical teams aren't always in agreement with what to do, um, or if they're in disagreement with like families and patients and stuff, then sometimes it, it comes to the committee. And this is only, um, this is only like if a patient is not able to talk for themselves, like uh-huh. if they're like, if they are uh not yeah they're just it's it's usually only like because usually just like we'll listen to the patients you know yeah but, but um, like they're in coma or something yeah exactly it's like those type of situations um i i had one of my patients this week go to the committee and i was really glad that 
that happened because it took the pressure off of the nurses, to, like, once mm-hmm. they understood what was going to happen and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, all right, that's cool. And, like, uh, chaplains are there as well. And, yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so they're glad they have it. But when it comes down to it, like, oh, it's so dry. <laughs> yeah, but like we've been reading a book about bio and medical ethics, uh, the, this this mm. term, and it's like it's like eating Melba toast. Like I'm like, <laughs> and also it's like probably an old white dude from like 1996 talking about it, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. that's how a lot of there's a there's a lot of old chaplain stuff. I need to write all the new ones. I need to. <laughs> Like, yes. he just just keep going on this life and write start publishing up to damn date. There was one that was like talking. Of, oh, yeah. This book is that way, too, where they're talking about how like somebody. um, Excuse me. I know it's in the like 80s or something that this person was talking about. I think the book was written in the 90s, but they're talking about the situation where someone like was kind of ill and then it turned out they're like HIV positive and then their ethics that mm-hmm. was like talking about like. Uh, quarantining them and like that kind of I was like oh my mm. god no. <laughs> like no. we are not there anymore that's not it's, no. oh, we haven't come god. that far but we've come a long ways at least at least medicine like recognizes a, like uh, understands a lot well, there's always more and more to learn of course but at least right. they understand more about some of the big things that were scary at some point or another and mm-hmm. yeah so there we go. So I think that's all I have to really kind of do this week is like I have to write something about ethics, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which will just be a start for when I write my book about ethics. When you write your book. <laughs> so that about up to date like, ethics. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. Would you like for me to talk about the holiday for today? Yes. What is our holiday? Okay. So the one that I picked, there are a bunch um, that it was supposed to be tax day, but they moved it this year. Uh, it's my friend Jules's birthday. Yay. So that's hey. cool. Hey. And you know her as well. She she came and stayed with us in North Carolina. She did. Um, it was fun. Yeah. And then, uh, but the f- one that's kind of fun on nationaldaycalendar.com is National Take a Wild Guest Day. Can you explain this to me? I will. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm still a little confused. I know. Yeah. You, they'll explain it slightly. Uh, <laughs> observed each year on April 15th is National Take a Wild Guest Day. This is a day you may want to guess how many jelly beans are in the jar or how nope. many coins are in the tube. It is a day about hunches and guesses. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's exciting. I did. I didn't get quite the response from you. I'm sorry. But the one that got me like why I wanted to read that is was like, what are they talking about? How many jelly beans? I should have paused and had one of my Aaron reactions to it. I'm too tired. I'm too tired. All that laundry. Um, All that laundry. It was created by Jim Barber uh, from thebarbershop.com. Oh. So there we go, I guess. the uh, Another one is uh, that this is... Um, <laughs> National Rubber Eraser Day. <laughs> it is also that. Oh, hey, wait, hold on. I'm going to actually read this one's a little bit interesting. Um, tablets of rubber or wax were used to erase lead or charcoal marks from paper before there were rubber erasers. Another option f- for the eraser was. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. I'm sorry. I had to move the microphone. Another option for the eraser was crustless bread. 
So oh, <laughs> not a use I would have ever thought it had. <laughs> Not expect that. A Tokyo student said bread erasers were used in place of rubber erasers, and so they would give them to us in no restriction on amount. So we thought nothing of taking these and eating a firm part to at least slightly satisfy our hunger. What are you talking about, Tokyo? I don't know students? what just happened. Who is this? What <laughs> we were talking about erasers and then munching on bread. I don't. Where was the transition? <laughs> I'm really confused. I can't believe. What are they talking about? Okay, so that's today. (laughs) We used to, or I guess he still does. I don't know because I don't work at the desk anymore. Mm -hmm. But there's a math professor, like a a really nice older guy who used to come in and give everybody like little mini erasers. Mm -hmm. Like every time he came in to like check out a book or return things, he'd just have like a little pencil case like full of erasers and he would give everybody working at the desk an eraser. That's so cute and ridiculous. Yeah. Bet he yeah, loves he this was real day. Cute. <laughs> I bet he does. Maybe he created it. Oh my god! Wait, maybe. Wait, what's his name? I have no idea. Oh, because Jim Barber is the one who who created this. No, wait, hold on. That was take a wild guess day. <laughs> I already <laughs> forgotten. Never mind. I got really excited and wrapped up in the bread part of the story. The bread. <laughs> Everybody gets excited about bread. Yeah, I know. I, if they handed me a bread to be my eraser, there would be no... I, I better not be making mistakes because I'm going to eat that eraser. There's no <laughs> way. So numb. Uh, did you have a sugar baker moment this week? I did. I did hey. full frame last weekend. Oh my god, you did. I forgot already. Yep. That's <laughs> in that nuts. It's been a long week. It has. Um, yeah, yeah, it was good. I saw some movies. I saw the Mr. Rogers documentary that everyone is talking about, and I oh, highly recommend it. Love. Oh, did you cry? Um, yes. You could hear sniffles from the orchestra through oh, the second yeah, balcony. It me, sold right. out like Fletcher, which is the oh. biggest house in um, at the Carolina Theater. We did not deserve that, man. Like we did not. Really? No, there wasn't Jeez. even a last minute line. They were like, "Nope, don't even." It's sold out. Like, wow. <laughs> if you have a ticket, you can get in and hopefully find a seat. It was so Jeez. good. Wow, love Mr. Rogers. I'm so glad he's being celebrated. Mm-hmm. Because he just Me stood too. up for so much good things in this world. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm yep. all about that. So that was definitely the highlight. Yeah. Um, I also saw Studio 54, which is pretty good. Yeah. There's been like a lot a- about it. Huh? Oh, uh, what did it focus on anything in particular or like so I don't know about the it. the surviving partner because um oh. one of the partners died of AIDS in 89 yeah. yeah so the surviving partner has never like come out and talked about any of it like since oh. he went to jail and all of that like people have Wait. you know run news stories I don't know things, anything about it oh okay he's never really to told his his side or their side of the story so they oh. They went to college together, whatever, got together. The surviving guy is, like, super introverted. And then the guy who died was, like, super extroverted in, like, oh, the face, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then the more introverted guy was more, like, the business behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and they had a silent partner who financed it all. Ooh. Hey. So they were, um, nice. of course, you know, <laughs> selling all sorts of drugs. And yeah. They didn't have a liquor license. Like, they were getting oh. a temporary catering license, like, every night for, like, six months because oh, they, they didn't get the liquor license. Yeah. Um, but they were skimming money off the top, and they got <gasps> caught, and they went to jail. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But um, any of this. Yeah, but the movie was good. Uh, I mean, I knew the basics of what happened, but I didn't mm-hmm. know, like, the deeper story. So that was cool. Wow. Um, that's cool. Saw a couple short films. And saw the Jazz Ambassadors, which is about Ooh. 
like Eisenhower and Kennedy sent like Louis Armstrong and Duke Ellington and those guys like all over the world to kind of make it seem like we were less racist oh, than we were. Yeah, I, I don't know. That. That's no. But it was about all their adventures races. all over the world and all their stuff. adventures. But, yeah, it was good. <laughs> that sounds like Rin Tin Tin or something. You know, like all their adventures. <laughs> the adventures of Sachmo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I um, love that. Yeah, it was good. Oh, that's great. I think I've been to. Yeah. Um, I think Studio Fifty Four is a theater now uh, in New York, and that it is the theater that I saw um, uh, Alan Cumming and Cabaret in. Oh, that's so cool. Pretty sure. I may be wrong about that. It may have just... I don't remember if it's like... I think they said it was a theater now in the documentary. Yeah, it's a really cool theater. Um, Lots of red and stuff and whatever, but yeah. Well, that's awesome. I also have kind of movie wrecks this week. Oh, what you got? Uh, well, wait. Are you, is that was that your moment? You're, That's it. You're done. Okay, yep, I don't I'm done. You're you. been. I'm sorry. No, I'm a little bit good. hyped this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> I was like hiking and like trying to run to get back here. Um, so I apologize, everyone, and Anne's Leslie. Um, <laughs> uh, my oh, I saw a Canadian film yesterday. Yeah, you at did. A fun theater, the Arrow Theater. It's A E R O. That's in Santa Monica. It's like uh, like three and a half miles or so from me. So that was kind of cool. I just rode the bus instead of having to deal with parking, um, <laughs> and almost went to the beach. But then I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to be cold. I'm just going to go home." <laughs> but um, so they do. I had heard about them because they're doing like uh, a Godard like festival coming up and stuff. And oh. I knew that they did some kind of like cool stuff my seat smelled a little bit like dog pee or a, or a dirty dog or something or, or, or someone around me did i don't know i'm mm. not sure it was probably someone around That's me smelled pleasant. like that which is probably also what leather smells like sometimes to the night doesn't like weird um so that was kind of annoying but <laughs> but like the actual like uh oh that oh, i should have edited that out sorry <laughs> because i <laughs> it's not their fault um, but, um, but the actual theater was very cute and had like old style, like uh sticky outy marquee and everything. And I was like, ah, great. Um, but there were some Canadian films that were coming down over, uh, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. <laughs> this <laughs> south down and west. Yeah, exactly. Cause I guess they could come from like, I mean, Canada's like above us, but also like, I, so I knew this one was coming from Toronto. So over and down, um, but um uh yeah this weekend basically they're having uh, i think like eight or so films and i heard about one because i know someone has like a very small role in it uh you know one of my toronto people and um then i heard from all the other toronto people that i need to go see it and that it was like at this theater there and it was actually extended for like a week or something and people were like raving about it and it's like of course if like a woman director and everything and i was like okay i gotta go so uh, I went and it was um, just perfect for kind of what I've been feeling lately. It's called Mary Goes Round, like a merry-go-round, but her name is Mary. And mm-hmm. it's about, I don't want to do like any spoilers, but it's about um, a addiction counselor that lives in Toronto. And then, but she has her own like struggles. And of course, it's one of those things where like everything kind of goes wrong. And she... <clears throat> um, is contacted by like a family member that she had lost, lost touch with and you know healing slash uh, fighting slash whatever ensues basically but uh, it was really beautiful because it was very realistic in how 
that that's something that I love about Canadian films, actually, uh, particularly like ones that are in this like j- genre of like Toronto films and stuff that they're really good about uh, not like sugarcoating stuff, making it like mm-hmm. very realistic. Um, it seems like very much like the type of one that you and I would go to see, like, you know, uh, at the Gay and Lesbian Film Festival or at um, the Colony Theater or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. So I really appreciated that. And then there was a Q&A with the director um, afterwards. So that's another reason why I went because I was like, oh, this is like a kind of fun opportunity. And it it came basically straight here from Toronto. So it was kind of like I was feeling my like Canadianness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Canadianness for newness listeners of the show. I'm just an honorary Canadian. I've been adopted by some people in Toronto. Yes, uh, <laughs> I went there like three times in a year or something like that, and even went to Sri Lanka with a bunch of them. But um, uh, yeah, so it was actually cute because I was like knitting, and a guy who I don't actually know who he was. I think he, I mean, he was a Canadian, but. I assume he was just someone who was like bringing the films to here um, said that we're all honorary Canadians last night. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know <laughs> I, I am. That. Um, it was, it was just so good though. That was, it was just such a good movie and it really spoke to me because I've been having some interesting feelings about my career and like feeling discouraged by the um, system for sugar baker moments. I would like to do a shout out also to AP bio. <laughs> Yes. Because like I, I just want everyone to watch it. <laughs> Basically, it's my favorite new show. All the other shows I've been watching are kind of old, but AP Bio is like so good. It's on Hulu, it's on NBC. It's like you I don't know if the um I don't know if the commercials are kind of sh- like representing it well enough because it's got so right. much heart. It's so, got so much sass. It's just Great. So that's my other little plug for Sugar Breaker Moment. But would you like to um, talk about this week's episode? Yes. Oh, actually, I will. Because I have the the stuff. Um, It's season four, episode 22, which is called It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, First aired March 19th, 1990. And TV Guide reads, which (laughs) I was like, there's such a disconnect to me is to like I was not expecting it to be what it was um tv guide reads <laughs> feeling unattractive since olivia's birth charlene doubts bill's fidelity especially after he's assigned a female co-pilot dun 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 I mean everyone's the same we just have bill this in this episode so that's exciting bill <laughs> <laughs> so leslie what happened in this week's episode so we started Sugar Bakers as per usual. Um, Julie is listening to the baby monitor and Suzanne wants her to turn it down, but she can't because it's broken. This is important because it'll come up again. Um, <laughs> yes. That's a long run. The long con joke. Um, <laughs> Suzanne is looking at gun racks um, for the back of her Mercedes and a catalog. Um and she says that she is interested in security, and Julia should be too, especially now that they have the baby around here. Nothing makes me feel more secure than that NRA sticker on my front door. I think I'm going to stick one up around here too. <laughs> like, oh what? Oh my gosh. Just, no. this is, and who knew it would still be topical in 2018? Uh, I'm, I'm ready for it to never, to not be topical anymore. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> Um, so Olivia starts crying and Julia gets up and Suzanne's like, no, just wait a minute. You know, she calmed down or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and then she wants to know where Mrs. Philpott is. And Julia says that she has the flu. 
and Charlene, uh, Suzanne's like, well, I just know Charlie needs to get back before the next big diaper change. I could go all day without doing that again. Yeah. And, you know, Julia's like, you know, this is Charlene's first day back in the field by herself. You know, the least we can do is change Olivia's diaper. Back in the field. <laughs> back in the field. Um, Charlene is a little bit depressed, which Julia says, you know, it's not uncommon, like postpartum issues and whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Suzanne's like, yeah, well, I think she needs to get that coat clean. Julia's like, what <sighs> coat? And she's the one she had on this morning. It's got some kind of baby stuff on it. And she's like, what do you mean baby stuff? And she's like, I don't know. That's stuff that comes out of them when you burp them. It's not very attractive. Ooh. And so Julia's like, well, why didn't you, you know, you should have told her that. She probably didn't know. She's exhausted. She hasn't mm-hmm. had a good night's sleep in two weeks, two mm-hmm. months. Sorry. Um, and then they're starting to talk about, you know, it's been a while. Like, Charlene should be back by now. She's been gone for over two hours. It wasn't a very long um, call. And Suzanne's like, I just don't know why she needs to breastfeed all the time. Like, everywhere I go, there's women whipping themselves out and acting like public filling stations. They that act just like, because there's... <laughs> that was, like, correct Public up. filling stations. Just, they act just like there's... Because there's a baby attached, it's not a breast anymore. Can you see me unleashing these in the outdoors? Unleashing oh, these Oh, hell would break loose. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm glad she's not uh, unleashing she's them. Racking me up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mary Jo talks about how she enjoyed nursing, but she does think that some women, um, don't wean their kids soon enough hmm. and like there should be a cutoff before, Hey mom, I'm going to shag some balls on in the backyard. I'll be back in an hour to nurse. Oh God. That was a horrible you, joke. You should. That was so uncomfortable. Joke. Oh, that's a boob um, count though, isn't it? It is a boob count. Okay. There we yeah, go. I didn't think about that. Good notes. <laughs> um, and at this point, Charlene comes in and she looks super tired and like pretty sad. And they ask how it went, and she's like, first of all, I want to apologize. Like, I'm really sorry. And they're like, why? She says, well, I fell asleep. And Mary just like, when? She says, I'm not sure. I think it was right after we said hello and shook hands. <laughs> um, and Julie asks her how long, and she's like, I don't know. I think about 15 minutes. Like, sometime after I nodded off, he woke me up. Apparently, I was snoring. <clears throat> And then she started crying because while she had been asleep, she had developed milk spots oh, on the front of her blouse. Horrible. And Suzanne just says, oh, my Lord, like twice. She's losing Julie's it. Like, Suzanne, shut up. Not making better. Um, and Su- Charlene says, so she jumped up and put on her coat. And Suzanne says, the one with the baby spit on it. And she's like, yes, that's right. Thanks for not telling me, Suzanne. <sighs> yeah. And then she fell down in the lobby and probably would not have but she put her pantyhose on so twisted that she's been walking around like john wayne all morning mm-hmm. and then her purse spilled open and she had a box of baby suppositories and they just went everywhere so there i was on my hands and knees wet sobbing mascara running down my face pantyhose twisted up trying to clean up these little firecrackers off of the floor that took two secretaries to get me out of the floor poor thing she had the worst day that sounds um, horrible yeah, and she says she's going to go talk to Olivia because that's all she's good for. Oh. And they're like, what do you mean? And she says, I'm just a big mom blob. I'm not attractive anymore. Bill doesn't even notice me. No, I take that back. Last night he told me I had my <laughs> flannel nightgown on backwards. Oh. And Mary's just like, you know, I'm sure he's exhausted too. And she's like, no, he's not. He's having an affair. She's and she just starts it. crying. Like breaking down. Yeah, so um, exhausted. Suzanne Full gives her hormones. tissues. Yep. Yeah. And tells her she needs to pull herself together. <laughs> Charlene is Pull crying and she talks together, to the woman. Pull yourself together. Yeah. 
sorry. Um, Charlene is crying and she says that he's got this new cockpit partner he's crazy about and they talk on the phone all the time. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne on cue, oh my lord, you mean Bill's a homosexual? I, I knew that was going to happen. I couldn't <laughs> I believe it. And Charlene's like, no, she's Set a woman. <laughs> and he told me Gail likes the way he looks from the back in his flight suit. And Mary Jo's like, oh, you know, that's probably just like an innocent comment. And Suzanne's like, look, I'm not saying Bill is doing it, but I read the study the other day that said 60% of married men have been have fooled around. And Mary Jo's like, yeah, what about the other 35? And Suzanne says, the other 35 were lying. <laughs> and Charlene dissolves into tears. Mm-hmm. Later, some dude keeps calling Mary Jo for a date. She keeps saying no. And Suzanne says, you know what you need, Mary Jo? A gun. You wouldn't believe the hassle it saves. You pull a gun out on the first date, sets the tone for the whole evening. I guarantee you he won't ask you out again. <laughs> mm. Oh, Suzanne. Um, yeah. Charlene and Olivia come downstairs. Charlene is feeling a little bit better. Like, the, the ladies have convinced her that she's just being silly. Um, and she talks about all the things that Bill does and he says and how it's not possible he could be having an yeah. affair. And Suzanne is just like, yeah, right. Shut up, Suzanne. I, well, she is just such a crazy Stop mess exacerbating. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Charlene's talking about how they're tearing down this old hotel where she and Bill first fell in love and how, you know, it's sad. It's like the, the end of their beginning is what she says. And, you know, Mary Jo is trying to reassure her about like her feelings and emotions. And she's like, you know, having babies is not a real pretty business. You know, just give yourself some time to recover. And she says that after Quint was born, I felt and looked like the hunchback of Notre Dame. I looked down at my son and thought, my Lord, I've given birth to a son. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Bill comes in. <laughs> like, you're like, I don't and know. Sorry. She's, uh, he says, "How? hey, how are my beautiful girls? And Suzanne says, just fine. That cracked me up. Um, and he asks how Charlene is doing, gives her a quick kiss. He's super cute. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, he just got some new orders, which is going to be the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. Um, he has to be away for a week. He's leaving tomorrow night, and he can't tell her where she's where he's going because it's classified. Mm-hmm. He talks about how much he hates it, and Charlene's just like, okay, you know, we'll be okay. You can very clearly see that, like... No! I didn't get it at all. Oh, you didn't? No. I thought because she got real quiet and, like, kind of... Like I, well, I thought that she was mad. That it was- oh, I thought I thought she was mad because um, uh, because like he was leaving. I didn't really put like two and two together. Mm. I would be so cheated on if I had a husband. Like I would not figure any of this out. <laughs> <laughs> I would have no idea. And um, he asks about how her morning went with the client, and mm-hmm. she says it's not good, but she doesn't want to talk about it right now. And she asks him if he wants to go talk about go upstairs with her, check on Olivia, and talk about it. And yeah. he says, yes. And they go upstairs. And Mary Jo's like, oh, she took that well. And Suzanne's like, she's not taking him upstairs to talk. He's going to the woodshed. Mm. And then they overhear the arguing on the baby monitor. Uh, Charlene is yelling at Bill. He doesn't know what she's talking about. Um, Julia tells Suzanne to turn the thing down. And she's like, I can't. It's busted, remember? And Julia grabs it from Suzanne, puts it under a bunch of pillows, sits on it. They can still hear it. This whole scene. Suzanne shoves her off the pillows, grabs the baby monitor, and Mary Jo is literally chasing her around the hole downstairs. Yeah. It's amazing. 
Um, Mary Jo grabs it, tosses it to Julia. Both of them pile on (laughs) pillows and sit on it. It, It's very comical. But, like, they're just, like, uh, Charlene and Bill are continuing to fight. And they're just, like, miserable. I mean, they're so loud, though. You don't even need the baby monitor eventually. Like, Suzanne is super interested. Mary Jo and Julia are just, like, horrified and miserable and don't want to hear any of this. Uh, Mary Jo's like, can we please just, like, flush it down the toilet? Make it stop. Yeah. Um, And Charlene screams as he's running down the stairs and leaving. What does she call him? Oh, uh, (laughs) top buns. (laughs) Top buns. (laughs) Yeah. That was so good. I loved it. Uh, And then we cut to later. Because it's, like, Top Gun. Yes. But he has buns. Oh, top buns. buns. <laughs> you know what? Have you seen that movie? They should have named it Top Buns. Oh, yeah. They should have. <laughs> so many buns. Yeah, quite a few times. <laughs> I've actually never seen it, but... Yeah. I it's know. It's fun. It's a fun 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Continue. No, you're good. So later, uh, Mary Jo's talking about how hard to believe it is that Bill and Charlie and fight because they seem so suited for each other. Uh, Anthony comes in looking like he's going to die. And he says that he needs a pen. And they're like, yeah, sure, why? And he says he has to make out his will. He, they want, he wants them to take all of his money and start a foundation to warn people of the dangers of eating beef stroganoff out of the gas station vending machine. What? First of all, oh, Anthony, no. why did you think that was a good idea? And Julia's like, no, you didn't. He says, he, I guess I was just so hungry I wasn't thinking clearly. In fact, I remember thinking... What a delicious dining innovation. No. Why don't they have some other stuff like sea bass or maybe veal? No. 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 Horrible idea. Gas station vending machine. Yeah. And he's like, well, while he was eating, a representative of the vending machine came up and says, you didn't eat that, did you? Mm-hmm. They hadn't serviced it in a couple of months and they forgot about it. The only reason they came back was because people called and complained about the smell. And he's very delir, like very uh, stressed out. And he's like, I'm going to die, ladies. I'm going to die. Did I interrupt something? (laughs) (laughs) And Julia blames herself for Charlene's exhaustion. Mm -hmm. She says she only took two weeks off. And my response in my notes in all caps is two weeks. Two weeks. Two American ass weeks. That's not even (laughs) enough for you to like not be sore anymore. Much less like actually recover from childbirth. I'm sure. Yeah, they should at least give them a month. Come on something but then i guess like i wonder what it was like back then like i think maybe people get longer leave now maybe uh, maybe but i don't know like how it was in the in 1990 you know yeah and maybe too because she could bring olivia with her she felt like she didn't take as much time off that's right well uh you know what too um uh in other countries you get like three years Yeah, <laughs> like they want yep. your kid to know how Show to like, go to the bathroom before they you send it off somewhere. <laughs> yeah, before you go back to work. Yeah. Um. So Mary Jo has an idea of getting the rooftop garden at that hotel open for one night because, like, Julia knows people and she can pull some strings. She wants to get Bill and Charlene there, and she's like, you know, do do it up. The hokier, the better. Like, we gotta get them and stop fighting. Um. And she's talking about, like, you know, like, food and, like, romance and, like, one perfect rose. And Suzanne's like, I, for one, have never understood this one perfect rose thing. It just screams in your face, I'm cheap. Mm. She would say that. Mm. Um, so Mary Jo says she'll take care of the food. And she asks Anthony to help. And he's like, well, in six hours, I'll feel better or be dead. So sure. Oh, God. <laughs> I bet he really could, like, be, like, food poisoned. And why is he not yeah. going to a doctor? I don't know. What's going on? Uh, Suzanne offers to take care of the baby. 
And Julia is like, mm, we'll see about that. And then we cut to later at Bill and Charlene's house. And Bill's asking where his laundry is. Charlene sent it out. And he's like, what do you mean? I can't take any underwear with me. She's like, well, that'll save you some time once you're airborne. <gasps> I lost I my mind like, laughing at that. I could not believe she said that. I was like, Sassy. what are you talking about? Uh, doorbell rings. It is Anthony in a suit and riding boots to chauffeur them. And he is using his <laughs> fancy suit. voice. Yeah, that's I do too. And um, he's like, all I know is that if you don't go, they'll be held, they'll be held to pay. And Anthony says, your nanny has arrived. And Suzanne comes walking in. She's like, Charlene, you just go in there and fill her up and then you'll be on your way. And don't you worry. She'll be safe with me. And slaps an NRA sticker on the front of their door. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's packing. She's packing. And yeah. then they cut to the rooftop. Mary Jo is dressed like a chef. Julia is in a tux and mm-hmm. they're carrying this cooler, which mm-hmm. they've been carrying up 15 flights of stairs because That's Julia got lot. the key, but did not request that the elevator work that or get a so key for intense. the elevator. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Mary Jo's like, you know, I know it's going to be a really special night for Charlene. I really hate to criticize, but you should have gotten the key to the elevator. Mm-hmm. They had to make three trips just to get everything up there. Um, Bill and Charlene come up. They are also panting. And he's like, oh, this brings back memories. And she's like, yeah, this is where we first fell in love. And he's like, nope, I was thinking about boot camp. <laughs> so they're just panting. Um, Mary Jo starts talking about all the stuff that the crudite is made of. And Anthony is about to get sick he's again. Not, nope, it's not good for him. Um, they also forgot the silverware. <laughs> it's in the car. Mary Jo's like, I'll get it. And they're like, no, no, don't worry. And she's like, no, it's fine. This is your night. I'll be right back. Oh, God. Um, Anthony starts playing the keyboard and singing, You Must Remember This. Oh, so sweet. Then he gets sick in the middle of it and has to be excused. (laughs) Um, Back at the house, Suzanne is telling Olivia the story about a princess named Suzanne who was a sleeping princess. (laughs) And they tried to get people to wake her up, but only Americans came because she doesn't like foreigners. Um, Donald Trump cannot wake her up, which is disgusting. I know. Um, a bunch but he was of, a considered bunch of... like attractive and rich then. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I can see the rich. <laughs> yeah, I or, got that. <laughs> I guess okay. Let's say less unattractive. How about that? There, there you go. That's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, a bunch of rich men from Texas. Uh, they try to wake her up, and she's like, she didn't wake up, but there was some twitching in her face. <laughs> and then the richest man in America woke her up, and the next day, the, his family mysteriously disappeared, and everyone lived happily ever after. <laughs> And then back on the rooftop, Anthony is singing It Had to Be You. Mm-hmm. Bill and Charlene are dancing together, but they don't seem to be too happy about it. And he says he feels like lab rats on a date because all of them are just watching them. And Charlene's like, well, they went to all this trouble. We should at least pretend like we like each other. And then Bill's like, you know, trying to get her into it. He's like, okay, you know, dance a little closer for for their sake. Mm-hmm. And she's like, as long as you know how I really feel. He's like, we should kiss. And he gives her, he tries to kiss her longer. She gives him a little peck and she's like, don't push it. Mm. And then he's trying to convince her, like, there's no way he would have an affair. Like, obviously. Yeah. He says he doesn't even fantasize about other women. He doesn't have to anymore. And he says, don't you get it? You are the fantasy. And she's like, okay, I hate you for that because that was a really good one. That was a really good line. That was really good. I love him. I love Bill so much. I know, right? <laughs> And he's like, you you see, like, you and Olivia are the whole ball game. Like, everything rises and sets on the two of you. Mm. And Charlene starts crying, and she apologizes, and she just says how she's so tired and just nuts. 
Um, and Mary Jo and Julia come up and they're like, we're sorry to interrupt. We just called to check on Olivia. And I swear she said her first word. Love it. Mary Jo says, it sounded something like Kluge, which is the richest man in America that Suzanne said in her story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the one and that, um, that's the one that Charlene knew about, right? Or knows or something like that, right? If I'm remembering um, the callback, is that what's supposed to be that like, and he I lives in like Missouri know. or something? I know she said she knew Sam Walt was it Walton? Oh yes, that's right. So never mind. This is different. And um I couldn't remember his they, name. Oh yeah, I didn't know his name either. Oh. They go back to dancing and they start talking about Olivia and they're just like their faces are lighting up and Charlene says that, you know, she loves him so much and he says, I love you too and they're stupid cute and it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Um and they're both so tired, and they say that they're super grateful to, to all of them, but, you know, would it be terrible if, like, we went home? Like, you can stay and enjoy all this food. Like, we'll call a cab. And Mary Jo's like, no, Anthony will take you home. And she's like, if you promise to stay, if we promise to stay and enjoy this dinner, you'll go home and make up and go to bed. And they're like, yeah. yes. Yeah. And she's like, only if you do this. And they're like, scouts on her. And then Bill says, race you to the street. Or Charlene says, race you to the street. And mm-hmm. they start, like, running down the stairs. And Charlene comes back up and she's like, you guys are the greatest. Hmm. And then back at the house, there's like fire and drained drink glasses. And like Charlene is giggling and it sounds, you know, like they're getting busy or whatever. But Mm -hmm. then they like cut up and it's just Charlene holding Olivia and Bill's like looking lovingly at them. Freaking from behind. Stop. And then we go to the credits where Anthony is singing Just the Way You Look Tonight and Mary Jo and Julia are dancing together on the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And that's it. Oh, that's so good. So good. Um, did you have a favorite outfit? I had a couple. So you if you did? had one you want to talk about it, then I can wait. Well, I forgot. And t- no, please tell me. I want you to. J- no, you go first. Okay, well, I anything. figured I had two, so it yeah. doesn't matter if we pick the same one. It won't open now. Okay, here we go. Both of mine were Mary Jo and Julia. Mary Jo <gasps> in her chef's outfit. Me too. And Julia in her tugs. <laughs> Me too. I not, I thought that was the case. That's why I just went ahead and let you go first. I was like, yeah, how good was that? It was so cute. I mean, and then when they were dancing together, it was adorable. At the end, that's what got me. I didn't. I yep. do have, want to say a shout out to um, Anthony's like driving outfit, which I didn't remember that I liked as much until you talked about it again in the recap. Yeah. But, but yeah, those two. I mean, Julia wearing a tux. Come on. Yep. And it's like Mary look. Jo and like a floofy hat. Mm-hmm. Like that's too big for her. Oh, it's so it keeps good. falling down her eyes. <laughs> I mean, she looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy. It's so she good. Does. It's so good. So, yeah, uh, I guess that's our episode, huh? That's our episode. Wow. It, it it totally ended up different than I thought it was going to. And I was like, I almost texted you like in the beginning, like, what is going on? <laughs> it's just NRA and babies. I don't understand any of this. It's just NRA and babies. But it ended up being adorable. And we need a nice, adorable episode, I think. There hasn't been yeah. like as many this season. They've all been around Charlene. I think everyone, some other people need some adorableness. Mm-hmm. Like Julia's Agreed. gotten like a little bit, but like Mary Jo hasn't really had enough adorableness this nope. season, and like Suzanne hasn't really, but too much. She's had some, so yeah, I guess it's easy for Charlene because she's so lovable. Truth, yeah. Hmm. Where where can people find us, Leslie? All over the internets. We are the girls who came to Sugar Baker on iTunes and our Podbean site. We mm-hmm. are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. 
you do like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It does help. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll uh, talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. All right. Bye. bye. I love how every see the thing with Suzanne is if she's been too lovely for too many eps in a row, they have to throw in one like this where it's like, no, yes. she's crazy, guys. She just cares on money and guns.